Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hello, everybody, and we welcome you to this week's edition of Inside the Lines, the high school sports podcast here on Scoops with DannyMac.com and the High School Sports Caravan. I'm Jim Powers, and our weekly podcast is being brought to you once again by Lou Fuse Automotive Group, the number one automotive group in Missouri. And what a terrific weekend as uh, the winter sports season championships began. Recplex was on fire with, with just some great, great talent. So one week done, one sport done. Now we go to the big one, and that's wrestling, and that's over at Mizzou Arena starting on Wednesday. And who better than to join us to talk a little bit about wrestling is the guru himself of high school wrestling here in Missouri. He runs the whole show for Mischa. It's Greg Stahl. And Greg, thanks so much for the time, my man. And you got to be a kid on Christmas Eve getting ready for this to take place and get started on Wednesday morning. Well, first, great to be with you, Jim. Uh, as always, as you know, uh, wrestling is is near and dear to my heart and very much a big part of my professional and personal, um, you know, upbringing, uh, adulthood, my career. So state wrestling is, is always a, a special time uh, for me personally as well for our entire wrestling community. You know, this year, Greg, and before we get into the schedule, and instead of it being a three-day meet, it's going to be a four-day meet now. We'll get into that here in a second. Let's first talk about the growth of girls wrestling. When me and you spoke back in the, the early fall, um, you know, we, we kind of were kicking around what numbers we were looking at. My understanding is the numbers exceeded what me and you talked about in the fall, and the growth of girls wrestling has just absolutely exploded once again here in the state of Missouri? You know, it really has. Uh, this year, uh, for the 22-23 season, we had 2,200-plus girls uh, that had weight assessments completed that I'm able to track on track wrestling in the optimal performance calculator. That's a pretty good, solid way for me to see how many girls are out there participate, participating. Now, obviously, all 2,200-plus of those girls um, have not qualified to the state tournament, but what we're finally seeing is um, we're starting to see some depth in the girls wrestling rooms. Um, we've got some schools that are starting to have uh, deep enough rosters that we're starting to have some JV girls matches, not just varsity girls matches. So, I mean, that's that's incredible, uh, in my opinion. And Jim, just a quick snapshot here for your listeners. Uh, in February of 2019 was our first state wrestling championships. And so that was the 18-19 school year. Uh, if I look back at the 2017-18 school year, we had 167 females that were on a wrestling roster when it was still a co-gender sport. Uh, when we slid into that first year of standalone girls wrestling in February of, of 2019, we had right at 900 girls, a little bit, a little plus, around 924 girls in that first year of girls wrestling. In the second year, we jumped up to 1,400. In the third year of girls wrestling, we, that was the COVID year, so that data's 
a little inaccurate uh, in, in, in all sports, but we dipped down to 1,200. Last year in our fourth year, we were at 1,700. <laughs> here we go again. We've seen more growth. We're at 2,200 plus. Um, good time to share. Uh, we are we are number two in the country right now in in terms of growth of girls wrestling participation in the state of Missouri. That's just unbelievable. And you, you kind of knew that this was going to happen. I don't know if we, we thought it was going to happen as fast as it did. But but we knew that that girls wrestling at some point was going to really explode. And I, and I honestly believe if we don't have the COVID year that this 2200 number this year is going to be closer to, to about 2500 because you know obviously had to take a dip a little bit after covid and all that kind of stuff but just to see where it's gone and where it's going that's made you folks out in columbia make some decisions to go to two classes now with girls wrestling and i think that's just absolutely terrific because now it's more opportunity for the young ladies right jim and First and foremost, the, the growth in girls wrestling didn't happen by accident. Um, it didn't happen just because we're offering girls wrestling. I want to be very transparent um, and, and share that I am so incredibly proud of our coaches out in our member schools because if they hadn't got on board and they start and they hadn't started walking their hallways and encouraging girls to come out and making them feel welcome and giving those young ladies a, a niche and, and somewhere to belong and somewhere to feel good and, and, and somewhere to call family, we wouldn't be at that 2200 plus number. So I, I give all the credit to the coaches out in the Missouri high schools that that bought in and offered girls wrestling at their school, and not only offered girls wrestling, went out and started promoting it and inviting those kids and making those kids feel welcome. And because of the efforts that those coaches have made, you're right, Jim, here we are in year number five. We've got two classes of girls wrestling instead of one. Um, last spring, we made the decision to add that second classification of girls based completely on the fact of uh, the increase in the number of schools that were registering and offering girls wrestling. And in addition to that, the, 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 the data showed the spike in individual number of participants that were actually participating in girls wrestling. So between those two data-driven numbers, it, it was time to add a second classification. And adding that second classification has caused some additional changes. It's like a domino effect. So uh, here we are getting ready for the state tournament this year, and that state tournament's going to look different than what it has in the past uh, due to the adding of that second class of girls. And, of course, we still have the four classes of boys as, as we have for, for a number of years now. Well, let's talk a little bit about that. Normally, state wrestling begins on Thursday, runs till Saturday night. This year, a little bit of a difference. We're going to start on Wednesday with the boys' classes one and two, and then girls' class one – They'll wrestle the first two days, and then classes three and four for the boys, and then class two for the girls will wrestle on Friday, Saturday. How were you guys able to come up with that solution to, to make it equitable for everybody, both boys and girls, and, and turn instead of a three-day meet now into a two-day meet for each class, for the classifications? Well, first and foremost, the moment we pulled the trigger on adding a second class of girls, we knew immediately that was going to add 224 more competitors to the final site, which you can do the math. 
That's several more matches that now have to occur. There was absolutely no way to keep two classes of girls and four classes of boys on what has been traditionally a three-day state wrestling tournament. So we really had two options. Uh, bring every class and every qualifying wrestler to the final site for four straight days uh, or split it up into basically two two-day state tournaments. We put a uh, wrestling committee together back in the fall to talk about the two different formats that was up for consideration. The, the Everybody being here four days or half the field being here for two days and the other half being being at the final site for the next two days. When you start talking about bringing every wrestler and every class to a four-day state tournament, you're talking about putting wrestlers in a position to have make weight four straight days. Any wrestler that stays in the championship side of your bracket that eventually makes it to the finals, those kids are going to wrestle one match a day and weigh in every day over the course of four days. In, in addition to that, you start talking about additional hotel expense for schools to keep the wrestlers up, additional meal expense, additional transportation expense for being there an extra day, additional issues with finding substitute teachers for their coaches that's out of school that, that extra day. A lot of things going on there that we felt like created potentially some hurdles for our schools. Um, so that's why we landed on on breaking it up and going with basically two two-day state tournaments. And with that decision, our 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 number of rounds is not not going to change, but how we facilitate and administer those rounds during each tournament on Wednesday, Thursday for the small classes and Friday, Saturday for the small classes is going to look different. Uh, going to look different, going to feel a little bit different, um, especially if we get to our state finals which is going to be on Thursday night for the small classes, Saturday night for the big classes. Typically, we would clear the entire, in the past, we'd clear the entire arena, break down from eight mats down to five mats, have one state championship match going on in each classification on the arena floor. Well, that's going to look a little bit different this year. Uh, we're not going to have time to break down any mats. So we'll still have eight mats on the floor, but we'll have championship matches going on six of those eight mats and on the other on the other two mats not being used for matches, that's we'll, that's where we'll stage our individual awards podiums and, and so on and so forth. It, you know, Greg, and what people don't understand, and this is the part that I love about coming out for state wrestling to help you, you know, you and Jason out and everything, is the walk of champions on Saturday night. You know, just you know, getting everybody, you know, the lights go down. The hype video plays, the spotlights going around. If that doesn't get you jacked up, I don't know what will because it's just an unbelievable production. And the cool thing's going to be is the kids aren't going to lose that side of it. You're still going to be able to do that, even though you're doing championships now on Thursday night and on Saturday night. The kids aren't going to miss a beat or miss the la the feel and you know the energy that's going to come from you know all of those great things if they make it to those championship matches. Yeah, Jim, you're right. Um, we've we've done everything possible uh, to keep that environment that we've always had at the state finals in place for this year. Um, the the the, the flair will still be there. The entertainment value will still be there. We do an incredible amount of planning and discussing attention to details to make sure 
that all of that production and coordination is in place because we do want the very best experience for those kids uh, during the state finals. Uh, I don't anticipate uh, how the state finals looking being a big change. The only thing that I see changing is the fact that on Thursday night, you look down at the match, you're going to see two class one state championships going on, two girls class one state championships going on, and two boys class two state championship matches going on all at the same time. In the past, there was just one match in each class that was going on at the same time. But based on our time schedule, we have to set it up to, to do it in that manner or else you're, you know, you're getting over at, you know, 11 o'clock at night. So uh, we've had to make some changes there. But one thing I would I would encourage or or tell your listeners today is we've done everything possible to keep that keep that environment, you know, that that excitement, that flair to the to the state finals round for sure. No doubt about it. And some of the teams, we've got some of the blue bloods making their way through. We've also got some new, you know, some new uh, people coming through. I mean, it's just going to be an exciting weekend, especially when, you know, in the lower classes, you, you some teams that you're very familiar with up in your neck of the woods, you know, in, in Marceline and Brookfield and, you know, over here in the St. Louis area, you get Whitfield making the trip over. You know, Oak Park always coming in with a solid team out in the Kansas City side. You got Francis House Central in, in Hillsborough bringing a great group. I mean, it, it's a good mix this year from what I've seen that came out of the district, the boys' side of the districts this past weekend is you're getting a lot of the old blood, but you got a lot of new blood that's trying to make their names in the state wrestling scene. Yeah, Jim, I, I would agree with you. I mean, You've always got those schools that have been traditionally consistently strong uh, with the number of qualifiers that they end up getting to the state tournament. But I would agree that this year, as I'm in here late Saturday night, uh, going through brackets and qualifiers and, and all those tasks that have to uh, be met on Saturday night, um, I noticed uh, a little bit of ebb and flow and a little bit of shift of there being some schools that got a good number of qualifiers through this year. And, and in the past, that may not have been the case. But, you know, with, with, with the vast majority of schools, when it comes to the wrestling rosters, you, you, you do see some of those peaks and valleys throughout the years, you know. And, and again, as I stated earlier, you've always got those schools that, that are traditionally consistent. But it's always nice to see those schools that don't always have a, a high number of qualifiers to the final site. It's, it's nice when you have those years where, where you get to see those schools, have those experiences. And again, that don't happen by accident either. You know, all those schools out there that got coaches working hard in the room, trying to do what's right by kids and uh, trying to give them everything they've got to get those kids to the final site. So uh, we should have a nice mix, Jim, I would agree. Absolutely. And final question, buddy. And for those that didn't get a chance to hear us talk back in the fall, this is your last go around. Uh, you're you're stepping away. You're retiring um, at the end of the school year. A um, little bit bittersweet this week for you, knowing that that this is the final go around, at least in your capacity, as you know, handling the wrestling side for Misha and you know, putting everything together. One last go around. You know, it is bittersweet, and um, it's funny that you brought this up because. I just had a discussion this morning with my assistant and shared with her that I've been so busy since 
the announcement came out that I was retiring uh, after this school year that I really haven't had the opportunity to have the thought of, hey, this is the last time until this week. Uh, this week, uh, those those emotion those emotions and those feelings uh, have have crept up. Um, you know, wrestling is something that's been in my life since the fourth grade. Yeah. Um, from the youth club to the high school uh, to the wrestling collegiately, uh, head coaching at you know when I first started my teaching coaching career, I've also wore the officiating hat for ten years. So, you know, I, I have tried to experience every avenue of the sport of wrestling. And to be quite honest, I just feel very humbled and blessed that I've been able to uh, experience almost every avenue with the sport of wrestling. But being given the opportunity that I received 13 years ago uh, when Misha hired me to oversee the sport of wrestling, I just cannot share how, how blessed and humbled that I feel about getting that opportunity and being trusted uh, to, to run the sport of wrestling on behalf of the state of Missouri. And I can't even start to share with you the relationships that I've built over those 13 years, uh, how much closer relationships I've been able to develop with, even with coaches that I didn't know before, because there is a lot of coaches that may not have been teaching and coaching in the same geographic area that, that I taught and coached uh, before coming to Misha. So it's starting to sink in and starting to hit, you know, uh, with the whole thought of this being my last go and, and my last state tournament. But, you know, Misha's going to do what's right by wrestling. Um, we're going to, we're going to roll in the future and we're going to have good leadership in the future, I'm sure. Uh, but anyway, um, Jim, I, I appreciate everything and all the support you've given me over the years, which which has been fantastic. Uh, so just just a shout out to you and thanks to you. Well, I appreciate it, buddy. Well, I know it's going to be a busy week for you. I appreciate the time joining us on the podcast to talk about all the things going on with wrestling. But once again, and I know I said this before, I speak for a lot of people. Thank you so much for everything that you continue to do with wrestling. And have done in the years, you know, leading up to this year. And I know me and you will keep in touch. I mean, so we got we got spring championships that you're going to pick on me and harass me about. So I mean, what the heck? You'll still get one shot, one last shot at me here in the spring. Right, you're right. <clears throat> Your ride's not over, Jim. You still you still have to get heckled by me in the spring. But thanks so much for having me today, Jim. And and I appreciate the time to just share wrestling um, on your show and and. Just appreciate you reaching out to me. Thanks so much, buddy. Greg Stahl, the, he is the assistant uh, commissioner for wrestling out for the state uh, association, does a terrific job. And once again, wrestling starts classes one and two on the boys, and class one girls will start Wednesday and Thursday, and then three, four for the boys, and class two for the girls will be Friday, Saturday. You'll be able to follow all the action on their website, mission.org, or you can watch all the action on mission.tv. You're going to have all sorts of different ways that you'll be able to keep up to date on all the great things going on. We want to thank Greg for joining us. And once again, always fantastic to catch up with him and the great folks out in Columbia that do such a terrific job for our student athletes here in the state of Missouri. Next week, we're in district basketball mode. We'll be talking to some of the great coaches. And also, we'll catch up with Earl Austin Jr., talking a little bit about what's going on on the high school basketball scene as well. 
For Greg, I'm Jim Powers. Thanks so much for tuning in Inside the Lines, a high school sports podcast here on ScoopsWithDannyMac.com, brought to you by Lou Fuse Automotive Group, the number one automotive group in the state of Missouri. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.